0: welcome jiffy pop podcast subscribers and newbie listeners
1: this is jennifer aka pop our podcast is more than just libraries and librarians but creativity and today's guest emulates that in all that she does todd aka jiffy had the honor of talking with trisha fugelstad a fantastic art teacher she embraces future ready in her classroom with the mantra more art everywhere and integrates a lot of technology in her teaching this podcast will highlight what Trisha does when a project doesn't go as planned, including in front of parents, and talks about how making art is a lot like learning how to do math. If you don't follow her on Twitter, you're missing out. There's so much more included in today's episode. Enjoy today's podcast. Hello. Hello.
0: Hi. Hey, that w-
1: that was pretty easy, right?
0: So it came through a text message. I didn't know how it was going to happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is only my second distance attempt at recording a podcast, so I, I wasn't positive how it was going to work either. So you- it just came as a text, and you tapped it, and it connected, right?
0: Well, I didn't know to tap it. I
1: oh oh okay okay.
0: I um happened to tap it, and it worked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, good. That's good to know. So I need to let people know to tap the link in their their text that they're gonna get.
0: Perhaps it said I should tap it, but I didn't read it because it it started out by saying I'm going to be recording, so download the app. And I was starting to text back saying I did download the app, and then I thought, well, maybe there's something to that link, and it worked.
1: Gotcha, perfect. Well, I'm gonna um, cut out this beginning part of us jabbering away about how the link um and start with a like a welcome and i will have already done a like a formal introduction of you at okay. that time so the way it works is you record like <clears throat> you can record seg- segments piece them all together kind of like tracks um so i'll record that separately and then put that before our conversation okay okay sure. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks again for for being up so early this morning. And is the co- <laughs> is the coffee flowing?
0: I've got a cup going right now. But Good, yeah. yeah,
1: I'm about I'm about a third of the way through mine too. So, um, all right. So I'll kind of pretend like we just started talking. Okay. Sure. Okay. Good morning. Thank you, Tricia, for joining me.
0: Thank you for having me. This is great.
1: Well, this This is great. And I'm I'm uh, collecting a whole bunch of these podcasts so that I can uh, you know pace them out over the next few months. Uh, or no ne- not months probably but weeks as we get ready to get get back to school. So this is uh as as you know, the time that we kind of get all those creative juices going and uh do that individual work that helps us fuel the rest of the year, right? Definitely. Well, Trisha, thank you. And I'm I'm honored that you're 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 speaking with me and that we're talking and um as you know this is the Jiffy Pop podcast and it's really two librarians. So my friend Jen and I are kind of sharing our musings and meanderings throughout the year and um, you're probably wondering well why in the world are you you know are we talking together but I have to say that um, as a librarian um, you know the the world has changed so much that you know librarians are are not just about books anymore I mean that's our primary mission but we're also about helping kids um, access tools and I, I would say one of the biggest Missions that we have as librarians, is kind of opening up their worlds to things that they may or may not be aware of yet. And one of the things that I've learned so much from you is is really about creativity. Um, You you know, you inspire so many people, not just art educators, um, through your um, work. That um, I wanted to just kind of touch base with you and talk a little bit about what's going on, and and kind of talk a little bit more about some of those things that I think uh, many more people can benefit than than simply art educators. Um, right. Go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just saying, I love that. I um, That's always been my hope is that others would see the value of what happens in an art room and pulls it into their um, teaching space.
1: Yeah, and I, you said something to me once I thought was so powerful. Um, we're talking a little bit about how you know, sometimes we get in our silos and we think of like, well, this only happens in my space and this, you know, this should happen in the art room, for example. And and your response was more art everywhere.
0: Definitely. I mean, I remember a while ago writing um, art curriculum, probably back a long time ago and the administrators were saying, work on your way of integrating into what's happening in the classroom and i was kind of trained from the beginning then through those experiences to think that art was just a servant of other curriculum that we weren't valuable in and of ourselves but i love the movement that's happening now where creativity and creation is really um valued because I would love it if classroom teachers came to me and said, how can I pull in more of what you're doing into my classroom?
1: Amen. Um, I'm sure you're a big fan of the the Apple curriculum everyone can create. Definitely. Yeah, and that was really fun to see that kind of, for me, it was, I, I, I don't know if it was around before ISTE, but I, I noticed it there and you know have been following along and you know right now there's a um Apple Distinguished Educators conference going on i think it's a worldwide one and the ADEs are creating um lessons i guess around this concept of everyone create, can create Wow. Yes. Um, i i was going to ask you what um one of the things that i've learned from you so much is is really i think you are you're a great example of just trying it and see what happens like you're not afraid or or maybe I, maybe you are but i feel like you're <laughs> you're 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 not afraid to try something and if it doesn't work you learn from that anyway and i think i wonder if you could talk a little bit about your your sort of philosophy around um, giving it a try whether it you know it's going to work or not
0: Really, I don't have a lot of fear of failure because I think that <laughs> failure is how we learn. And so I, you know, I, sometimes I think back about some of the things that I've shared on Twitter because I share so much and I think, <laughs> wow, I called that good. And,
1: <laughs> and, but you know
0: what, that's where I was then. And it gave me a lot of joy and I shared it because it was joyful that I had learned that. And I just keep on building on what I learned and, and also, you know, I don't want people to be afraid of, I certainly don't want my students to be afraid of taking risks. I want it to be a safe place in the art room, but also like in these spaces where we share as teachers, where we're exploring and learning, I, you know, I want to work alongside of others and help them make new discoveries and take risks, um, spaces like Twitter. And I just think, okay, I need to model that too. I'm going to, you know, jump in and try something new and share it and see how it goes. And I'm hoping that attitude, you know, just kind of, you know, affects others and helps them, you know, not be afraid. I, I guess what I'm saying is my students, you know, I'm always pulling them out of their comfort zone. So I need to model that myself.
1: And I think you do really well. I um, was just seeing something, a colleague of mine put something out there about how she often only shares good stuff on Twitter, and she's challenging herself to kind of be a bit more honest and put some of the failures out there as well. And I I think that's an outstanding um, example to share. As you just mentioned, you know, we ask our kids to do it all the time, right? And so if we can share that with our colleagues and say that, you know, it isn't it isn't all, uh, you know, rainbows and, uh, and uh, unicorns. There's, here's some, here's something I failed at. And I think that's almost as important to share as your successes.
0: You know, there's actually um, some times that I've gone ahead and just shared things that didn't work. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know if you remember my, um, my Sparrow. It was just horrible. And I, the, the experience of it was really good for my students. And for those that don't know what I'm talking about, um, we had these canvases and it taped out on um, these six canvases, the word create, no, was that the word? Yeah. C-R- I think so. Yeah. Eight. Okay. Six <laughs> to count. <laughs> but um, so we spent an evening at a family steam night, um, taking the spheros and mixing paint over it. And because the sp- the steam night lasted 45 to minutes. Um, We had just overworked the paint so much that it turned brown pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, you know what, if it was a 15 minute event, it would have looked really good and I couldn't stop it. I saw it happening. I'm like, Oh no. And the parents (laughs) were looking and they're like, this is pretty. I'm like, no, it's not. But at least we get to see how these work. And, um, So by the end of the evening, you know, we had mush and it was pretty bad. And so I needed help problem solving. And so I put it on Twitter and I said, I, you know, any ideas for what we could do to fix this? And, you know, it's real, it's life, it's how it works, you know, and you don't know. And when you're trying something you never tried before, I tried to prepare for it and I asked for advice ahead of time, but still there were things I didn't even think about. So you know I know that you have strategies for making it work with your students and I learned afterwards <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah no I, I think you know anytime you you take a couple colors of paint and put them on there you're just asking for trouble right
0: I should have done um analogous <laughs> colors I you know yeah. just analogous colors would have worked just fine but I used <laughs> I used whatever I grabbed and I didn't even think about it what yeah so I learned yeah.
1: Yeah, but that's a great, that's a terrific example, though. I mean, and and I love that you put that out there, and people, you know, sent a lot of good good feedback. And again, I think it's just awesome that you you modeled for everybody else. Like, look, I failed miserably in front of parents. Even, you know, that's <laughs> the worst, right? You know, because you know, then you 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 know, you feel bad that you you modeled that. But I'm sure in the even just the dialogue that you had with parents that night, you're like. I don't know, you know, I thought this was going to work, didn't work, and I know as a parent, I would have loved to have um, heard that, you know, that honest feedback. I think that, I think that's so much about what you do, and I I just think it's another reason I admire what you do so much, and um, just grateful for that.
0: Well, it was also good, thank you, but it was really good for my students who came back And I showed it to them and I said, now we've got some problems, how can we solve it? And they gave Mm -hmm. me advice and they got invested in the idea that if this is going to go in the hallway, we need to
1: fix it somehow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so they did and it it looks good.
1: (laughs) Well, I had a question and we've kind of talked a little bit about it, but I I, I think um, I'm still going to ask it because I think that we can draw out a little bit more. And it's really, um, what do you do as an, as an art teacher, but just as an educator to kindle creativity in, in those who feel that they don't have it. And and I'm I'm kind of interested. I know you do this every day with kids because they're those reticent kids. But do you have much of an opportunity to work with um, adults? Because I feel like they're so entrenched that it's really hard to get them out of their kind of mindset that they don't they you know, oh, you know, I teach science, I'm not creative. Or, You know, I'm a math teacher, I'm not creative. Um, But I'm looking at sort of, I know this is a long convoluted question, but um, I'm looking at how to encourage creativity in those individuals that see themselves as more answers, you know, specific, um, maybe maybe non, they they consider themselves non-creative because of what they teach. Um, as opposed to maybe seeing that in every field there are creative ways of thinking about it. So let me ask the question again. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, that was a really kind of a long question. How, how do you, how do you work to help people who don't see themselves as creative pull out their creativity?
0: You know, I think I approach working with adults very similarly to how I approach first graders through kindergarten, It's, I mean, no, through fifth grade. Um, I want them to stretch out of their comfort zone, but I do it as gently as I can and I provide solutions that help them be successful. I mm-hmm. don't just throw it out there and say, go ahead and draw your self-portrait, for example. Mm-hmm. Instead, I would break it down into... The steps that will help them make sense of it like we can Mm -hmm. there's a little math in in proportions of your face and we can measure and we can observe and we can find the shapes and then when we place the shapes we can um step back and see now did that work and we can erase it and we can change it and we can improve on our work that's how i approach my students and the same thing for adults it's not you know, making or creating isn't magical as much as it is just forcing yourself out of your comfort zone. Mm. And I really, you know, this whole idea of I'm not an artist, I don't buy that. I never could (laughs) buy that. I think making art is like learning how to do math. You know, you just learn it. You can force yourself to see the equations and figure out, what the solution is. And if you get it wrong, go back and figure out what did you do wrong, study up a little bit more and, and get the answer. And I feel like mm. you could do the same thing in art. You can do it. you It's a muscle that you just have to keep on working. I don't, you know, I am, I do call myself creative, but it's not because it's a magical quality within me. It's because I'm working that muscle all the time. And You know, sometimes I don't have a lot of good stuff to share, but that's okay. I'm trying and stretching. I'm trying to make connections in different ways. I'm thinking, what's my personal take on this? You know, how can I own this? You know, I think that I need to do that more for my students, let them have more ownership in what they're doing. But a lot of what I'm doing with my kids is giving them confidence and tools that help them put all the pieces together creating and then they get more ownership because they can apply what they've learned
1: right that's wonderful wonderful and I I love that I don't know if adults think of themselves in that same way like and I know you How I know exactly how you mean it that you kind of handle adults the same way you would kindergartners you know like kids you know as look here's here's how we do this and i'm going to have you try it and then we're going to build on that and you know we'll look at you know if if you don't feel good about this we can examine you know what what part of it do you like what don't you like well here's here's a suggestion of how you can kind of you know build this piece and you're right it is exactly it is exactly the same in that sense that we help that we help our adults see themselves um as learners just like kids do And, you know, that's one of the things that um, a long time ago in my, in my career, I I decided that I would never ask kids to do something that I hadn't first tried and hopefully failed and then tried again. And I think that just that model of showing them like, Hey, I tried it. This didn't go so well. (laughs) And, you know, that kind of, like you said, kind of uh, takes the pressure out of the situation and, and lets them know that they can. They can do it, and even if it doesn't work out, they can learn from it.
0: I think some of our best teaching moments with my students is when I explain that there's a problem and we need to solve it. And Mm -hmm. like what happened with the Sphero painting, they saw it as a problem that they could come up with creative solutions for solving. But that, you know, always having the answers for them isn't the learning experience that they need they really need to own it and try to solve it themselves. And so it's so easy to do in the art room, you know, because they've got the the paper right in front of them and the pencil that they're struggling through to get the results that they want. So they're working out their problem solving individually, but I can create more moments where they can see the problem and, and try to solve it together, collaboratively or individually. And I think setting up my learning space that way is going to help them transfer creative thinking in whatever they do.
1: Awesome. So what have you been up to so far this summer? What what's, what have you been having fun with?
0: Um, well, my summer it has been very relaxing. And Good. I was thinking about how somewhere around April, I started freaking out with the list of to do's that had to happen before <laughs> June. I started a list and the list was three pages long. And I Ugh. was so wound up tight. And I was just trying to get through all these tasks. And I I was having trouble sleeping. I couldn't sit still. I just had to get those tasks done. And I was l- losing a lot of joy in, you know, just there was no time for joy. I just had to get so much done. And finally, on the very last day of school, um, I got to the end of my list. And (laughs) I remember I was like, every time I did something, I added it to my list so I could cross it off. I was that. kind of (laughs) So I could just feel the accomplishment and get it off the weight off my shoulders. But I got to the end of my list. And then summer started and I turned my back on the classroom and I just tried to feel the, the feeling of not having a schedule and not having heavy burdens of deadlines all over me and just waking up when I want to and drinking as much coffee as I want to and all these things. (laughs) And, um, it's so joyful. It's just so relaxing and peaceful. And so I just do what I want (laughs) during the day (laughs) and I'm making art and I'm I'm uh, just binge-watching too much TV, but that's fun,
1: too. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was I was kind of leading you to what I think I've seen you playing with a lot, which is the the new drawing feature in... Um, not, not new drawing feature, but the way Keynote works now. Um, mm-hmm. That allows you that new drawing... Um, could you describe it? Because I, I haven't played with it yet, because I don't have an Apple Pencil. I got the new... Um, I got a new ipad but i don't have the, draw, the new pencil yet
0: well you could do it with the stylus you don't have to use a pencil but oh come on and then i would have to actually try
1: it and oh. fail at it
0: <laughs> it's um it's actually really easy to succeed in it and i think people are just loving it because you know keynote is i've always thought about the app version of Keynote as being very limited but they started to make it more powerful and the things that you could do on your computer your laptop or whatever it's starting to be easier to do on this app which is making me rethink this app because it's free on our iPads and so they added the drawing feature so I'm bringing in photos and tracing over it you can get to the tools immediately which is and You know, I just think about, I'm sorry, I'm off track, but I think about when I'm working with my students, if we spend too much time thinking about the tools, then we get less time to think as artists. And so when I'm teaching them how to pull in a photo, pull up a layer over it, find the right drawing tool, and then start their, their contour line drawing of a figure or whatever it is that we're tracing, That could be a 20-minute step right there. And then we have 10 more minutes to work before cleanup. And so we, we get 20 minutes of talking about technology and 10 minutes of making art. And it's frustrating for them, for me, everybody. But I'm noticing in this keynote drawing feature, as soon as you bring in your photo, you're ready to draw you don't have to make a new layer and you don't have to search for your tools. They just show up. And so we do our tracing. And, um, then the, the tools for coloring are really unique. I like the fill tool a lot. And, um, so I'm just thinking the fill tool is a really unique thing that I haven't seen in other apps. And that's what really drew me to this. Um, so you can trace around an area so you have to think about color and value in terms of shape and that's so awesome for my students if you're looking at a portrait and there's a heavy shadow on the face you have to think about that shadow as a shape and you trace the shape and then it fills in for you immediately that's all it is and um, if you do it with a little bit of transparency you can layer your shapes and values in different exciting ways. And if any time you make a mistake, there's an undo button or you can find that shape, select it and delete it. So like there's a lot of room for kids to explore and feel successful, I think. And I'm playing with it so I can um, feel super comfortable with my students. That brings me to another thing. A lot of teachers say, that they don't need to learn the app or learn the tool because kids will figure it out on their own. Mm. And there's some truth to that, but I've been there where I've introduced an app to my students and in the creation process, we got stuck and we lost all of these opportunities for creating because we spent the rest of our class period troubleshooting. To figure it
1: out. Yeah. If
0: I had learned it ahead of time, all I'd have to say is, oh, there's a select button here, select it, delete it, you're fine. Or, oh, you know why that happened? It's because you didn't this or that. And right. the problem is solved. And if I can do that for my students, then they get the answers they need quicker and spend more time creating. And that's my goal as an art teacher is maximum time creating. And the problem solving, yeah, they didn't problem solve the app, but they had to problem solve their art. So that's what I'm going for.
1: Right. They don't need, I think what I'm hearing you say too is, you know, when you give somebody a paintbrush, there's, there's not a, I mean, I guess there's some technique around, you know, do you use the edge of the brush, the, the, just the fi- final fibers or whatever. But when you use a tool, you want to use the tool. You don't necessarily want to have to figure out how to use the tool. Um you're really about let's get let's let's use this time to be creative, to build, to make something, rather than let's use this time to figure out how to use the tool.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And that's Well, it.
1: okay, so I'll try I will now try it because I do have a stylus. I bought the stylus you recommended for me last year. Awesome. I just was kind of feeling like I I need the pencil and maybe that's a good you know, you don't always need the exact tool. Sometimes you know, you, can, you bring a, a, a hammer to a knife fight, you could probably still do okay in the fight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Rock, paper, scissors, knife, hammer. Yeah, yeah there's something to
1: that. Yeah, rock, paper, scissors, sledgehammer.
0: Oh, not to make you feel bad, but on Twitter, we've been using the hashtag um, Keynote Drawing Challenge. Some people uh-huh. have used this app. With their finger on their I phone. Oh know,
1: I so. saw that. I saw
0: that. <laughs> so, and they're making really cool stuff. <laughs> All right, I'll make something <laughs> and I'll
1: share it. <laughs> awesome. No, you'll and
0: you'll enjoy
1: it. Don't. I, I'm looking forward to it. What that you you showed? I, I think you did a. I think I saw like a a GIF that you had created that showed the um, creation of the shadows, and and I hadn't thought of it in the way you just said it, but. Um, really looking at an image and seeing shadows as shapes or different colors as shapes and I I hadn't thought of it that way but that's exactly what you're doing when you look at an image for so long when I've looked at images as a as a hack watercolor painter I, I you know you look at a flower and you're like oh it's yellow well no it's not just yellow it's yellow here but then it's you know um, it's slightly darker on the edge and it's slightly lighter on the on the top and I think that that is sort of one of those steps you need to understand as an artist or as a creator is you know careful looking Mm -hmm. you know it's not it's not just yellow it's 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 got all these different shades and gradations that that make it into the beautiful thing that we see
0: See, now you're talking, just like I said before, you can figure this out. You just study it, observe mm-hmm. it, and pick it apart until you understand it in a way that you can translate it into a piece of art.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you for helping me with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know. So I'm so glad you are are having this summertime to just recover and, and get ready for, for next school year. It kind of leads me to... Um, my one of my last questions is you know what what brings you joy right now
0: yeah well I feel like the creativity um challenges that I'm doing online are very joyful I I'm following I don't know if you saw there's um Kim Darche is doing um hashtag creativities and so every no no, every day she comes up with that. Activity of some sort that isn't necessarily a creation based idea, uh-huh. but just stretches your brain in some way. And so I think about it and then try to figure out a way I could participate in a creativity. Creativity? No. How does she say it? Creativity.
1: Creativities, I think, it's right?
0: Creativities, yes. Like yeah. an activity and creativity put together.
1: Awesome. I just I just pulled it up. I saw like yesterday's was go to shelf three, open to book six, turn to page forty two, share the twelfth <laughs> sentence. Is that yeah. which is that the same one? I did that. <laughs> yes. That, awesome. I did okay. that
0: three times because we didn't like the answers for our first two. <laughs> 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 See, I go a little overboard, and then I turned it into a poem, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which wasn't awesome. part of the instructions. Which is what I'm also allowing myself to do is also like. If it sparks new ideas for me, then I just do a new idea and share it too, because it's all about stretching your brain and stretching you out of your comfort zone and seeing the world differently. So today's is fun. Today's to look at a, um, a newspaper um, and then try to figure out the hidden code as if you're a code breaker, oh. which I think would be fun to do as um, like blackout poetry. I've never yeah. tried that, but I'd like to try it. That's one it was on my list of things to do. So I'm gonna see if I could do a poem inside of a newspaper article.
1: Uh, well, I I I'm embarrassed to say that I wasn't following her. I am now. And I just pulled up the um the one you mentioned for today, and that looks really fun. Like you can make your own kind of make your own code, right?
0: Right. And yeah. you went, you know,
1: invent. Where are- and you know, she's here from, she's here in Illinois. Do you know her personally or?
0: Yeah, I've gone to see her present a few times and she's very active.
1: Awesome. Okay. Well, I am now following her. So I will, I will learn from her as well.
0: I hope I said her name right. Darshay. You did. Ber-
1: okay. Darshay. that's right. Yes. Okay. Awesome. That, yes. Well, oh my goodness. Well, I have taken away a lot more than, than, uh, that I've shared it all, which is often, I think that's a good way, good way to be, right? Um, so I good. know I presented something the other, uh, not the other day, but at ISTE, and I walked away and I said, I think I learned more than I shared. Wow. <laughs> kind of, I kind of felt bad, um, but, but then I thought, no, I think that's the point. That's a that good thing. The point. Yeah.
0: I've had um, people come to observe me in my classroom, and then I'm like, hold it, I've got these I got a brain trust now. I get a, uh-huh. I'm going to put them all together and try to think about solutions to things I've been trying to figure out on my own. So I just start using them as a resource. I mean, why not? We're just a bunch Absolutely. of teachers trying to learn from each other.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Trisha, thank you so much for taking some time this morning to, to talk with me and, and to share some of your process and sort of what's going on with you. And I wish you just continued... Um, relaxation and re- rejuvenation and um, time to get ready for this upcoming school year. It's it's a pleasure to call you friend, and I'm, I'm just honored to have the chance to talk with you.
0: Thanks so much for including me in your Jiffy
1: Pop podcast. Thank you, and I will let you know when it becomes live, okay? Sounds good. All right, have another cup of coffee and have a great day.
0: <laughs> Thank you,
1: you too. Thanks, Tricia. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Oh, 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 oh,